Welcome to the Evening Mumbo, the only podcast you need to keep on top of the day's biggest stories in Australia's media and marketing industry. It's Monday, the 8th of May. I'm Callum Jasmine, and joining me today is Kalila Welch. Hey, K-Dog. Thanks, Cal. Good to have you back. In today's Evening Mumbo, MasterChef launches its 15th season a week after the sudden passing of Judge Joxon Frillo. New radio startup Disrupt Radio lands Jules Lund as primetime jockey. And Qantas gets touchy after coverage from an AFR columnist. Now, Cal, give us your top three highlights from Mexico. Uh, Well, some of them probably aren't um, appropriate for this podcast, but I'll say seeing some Mexican wrestling uh, face-to-face was pretty illuminating. Um, (laughs) we'll probably leave it there. Um, let's crack into the first story, Kalila. Um, the 15th season of MasterChef Australia on 10 launched last night to its highest premiere rating in three years. Uh, this came after the network canceled the launch last Monday, which was hours after the passing of its judge, Jock Zonfrillo. The network had a audience of 761,000 Metro viewers last night compared to a 545,000 launch in 2022 and 670,000 in 2021. However, the 2020 premiere episode remained at a high point of 1.228 million Metro viewers. Uh, This also comes as that number um, was the first show or the first launch, I should say, with the new judges, including Zumfrillo, Melissa Long, and Andy Allen, who took over after original judges, Gary Megan, George Cullenbarris, and Matt Preston left the show. This was also during our very first lockdown. Tens, the project also aired a special tribute last night to Zonfrillo, bringing in a 610,000 Metro viewer audience with a total TV audience overnight of 847,000. The show's debut on Voz also clocked 1,095,000. This project has struggled for audience in recent years, with numbers also reported to be down after its talent shakeup at the start of the year. This was a significant uplift on the show's usual rating. Um, With a comparison, the Sunday project aired to only 289,000 Metro viewers last Sunday. Meanwhile, the King's coronation for Charles III last Saturday on 7 pulled in 739,000 Metro viewers and the coronation ceremony coverage on 9 brought in 558,000. 7 Network won the week with an overall share of 30.6% with 9 at 27.6. In Sunday's overnight, 7 also had an overall network share of 27.5, winning the night. K-Dog, over to you. Yes, and Jules Lund is set to make his return to the radio industry, signing on for a new drive time show with soon-to-launch digital radio startup Disrupt Radio. The media presenter turned entrepreneur will host a weekday drive time show called Startup Nation, which will focus on business, entrepreneurship, and innovation. Lund was previously a TV, radio, and digital presenter at SCA until 2015 when he took a step back from media to focus on his influencer marketing platform, Tribe. Disrupt Radio was founded by Broadcast Intelligence CEO Benjamin Roberts and has signed on former ABC Managing Director Michelle Guthrie to its board alongside a team of around 20 employees, including presenters, 
The network is set to start broadcasting across Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane this year through live radio and ad-supported podcasts. Lund is joined at the network by breakfast presenter Libby Gore, who is also making her return to radio. Over to you, Cal. For our final story, Qantas has reportedly stopped distributing Nine's business publication, The Australian Financial Review, in its lounges and through in-flight Wi-Fi after signing a digital content deal with the masthead last year. The report first appeared in the AFR's sister publication, The Sydney Morning Herald and Age, yesterday with its disappearance from the airline coming after prolonged scrutiny from the outlet and its rear window columnist, Joe Aston who's being critical of Qantas's outgoing CEO, Alan Joyce's tenure, who was last week announced to be replaced in due course by Vanessa Hudson. The AFR said Qantas execs had expressed concerns about Aston's coverage to nine management and Qantas declined to comment when approached. Joe Aston tweeted last night that it is quite an honour to join Adele Ferguson in the Alan Joyce Tantrum Hall of Fame following the story's publication. Nine Managing Director of Publishing, James Chesson, said, It's disappointing Qantas Management has decided to deprive its country, its customers of the country's best business and finance, finance journalism because it can't countenance robust criticism. We've been here before with Qantas, and as always, our editorial independence won't be affected by commercial pressure. The vast majority of people I speak to think Joe's Qantas coverage is tough but fair, end quote. Over to you, Kalila. So those were the biggest stories for the 8th of May. Like, subscribe and follow for more of the evening mumbo. And a final reminder, it is ComsCon week, so make sure to grab a last minute ticket if you haven't already. And as always, we'll be back tomorrow. Oh, 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 o